the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. What is up, beautiful people of LA? Welcome to this week's episode of Heart of LAFC. Episode number 177, we're going to be calling this one Rings, Wins, and Wings. Because on the weekend, we got to see our beautiful rings. We got another win, and the, and the team will be on their flight soon to Costa Rica for our next CCL games. Unfortunately, Joseph won't be here tonight because he's actually in Costa Rica already. Going to go relax and spend some family time. But with me tonight, we've got Araceli and Tony. Araceli, how are you tonight? Hey, I'm actually doing really well. Kind of recovering from a long weekend, but... Hey, it's CCL week. I'm excited. It is, it is. There was some big games on over the weekend, and us getting our first game of the season out of the way was really, really good. We got into all that kind of stuff. Tony, how are you today? Tired, unprepared, still, if you notice this mess, still getting this mess. Again, didn't know we were doing a pod today until I realized our Twitter announcement went, Oh, Sunday fun day for Marley Sally. Huh? Check in the sec. We have a pod today, but I'm not even right. I So I'm in a janky Squana setup, so excuse my room and everything, but doing pretty well. Happy for the win. Excited for Costa Rica and excited for the next Sunday game. Exactly. Like I, I did, I did, I did admit I did throw it on you a little bit. Um, it was mainly because this is the only day that I could do it between now and our next game. So I thought, oh, we'll just get it over done with, get it done quickly, get it all up there as we go. Excuse me. Now, let's all talk about all the fun stuff that happened before the game this weekend. You know, we finally got to see our banner up and above and the rings out there for the players. Um, Tony, what was the ceremony like for the banner raising and all, all the pregame stuff? It was honestly very... Um chilling like it gave me chills about the body it was uh, intensification we did i didn't notice the banners on on the top until later on until i look over and i was like oh we have there's some banners up there because if you were there for the preseason game you didn't know when it was going to come in and when like where did it go and everything like that so it was just chills it was a really they do, they've done everything really well um like I said, most people that I talked to are getting chills rewatching like the highlights and like the unveiling and everything like that. For the rings, four hundred dollars. That's all I have to, or five hundred dollars. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I I did before before when they announced it was going to be Baron doing the rings. And I, I had to look at their website, looked at the ones done in the past, and saw that they'd done um, Columbus Crew in twenty twenty. So I was like, oh, awesome! I'll go have a look at their pricing, and we should get some around those price pricing there's some for as low as 80 some for as, as much as six thousand. so i you know the 80 to 150 200 yeah i could justify that 500 us at the moment that's about uh what was that about 900 australian it's like eee, a little bit steep at the moment but we'll see what happens during the year maybe they might have a black friday sale with some still going on there but we'll see what they have i do have to say the rings that the players all got do look absolutely magnificent. The little Forza Mo in there, all the little details actually come out really well that they went through. Araceli, what are your thoughts on the rings? 
Oh, I thought the rains were absolutely gorgeous. I have to admit, I was a little thrown off when I first seen them, because when you think of a championship ring, you kind of think of the standard, uh, you know, silver band with the white diamonds. So to see it with black diamonds, a black band, it, it was a little surprising at first, but after looking at like all the intricate details, um, I mean, it was great. Am I going to buy one? I, I don't see myself doing that, unfortunately, but I mean, just looking at all the clips from the ring ceremony, it looked like a, a great time. Yeah, it, it really did look like a great time. Like, lucky enough, I was happy and I was a bit worried that they wouldn't do it, but Apple TV actually showed all that. So seeing all that kind of stuff actually made me like Apple TV MLS season pass a lot more because I didn't expect for them to show that. So I, cool, a little pre-game thing that's about it and then they'll all be off and, and running so for me it, it was good it, it was amazing it was really well done um obviously some stuff we didn't get to see we didn't see see ollie fly around but it was good to see that ollie was back there um the tifo that the 3052 did the reason why tony and joseph was on the last episode with us for the whole lot was amazing and to the 3052 everyone that was involved in that tifo you guys did an amazing job, and that is the reason why you should get your 3052 membership paid up. Do that. That is exactly what your money goes towards. So I know I hopped on about this last episode, but this time, make sure that there was that this is what, what it's going for. So if you do have it around, make sure you sign up for your 3052 membership and put down which group you're with. If you're not with any group, that's fine. You don't have to put one down, but you put down your group that you're part of, make sure that those numbers stay strong, make sure that that group stays inside the 3052. Moving on to the match itself, it was a really good match. Um, the lineups were as such, for, as such for us. We went out with McCarthy and Gold, obviously. Our back line was Hollingshead, Murillo, Killini, and Palacios. Midfield was the three midfield that there should be Sifu, Sanchez, and Acosta. And up front, we had Opoku, Vela, and Bowonga. For Portland, they had Big M in gold, Rasmussen, McCaw, Zuprich, and Mosqueda in the defense. Chara and Williamson, Luria, Freira, and Marino in the midfield. And there's Gorda up top. Match highlights. I'm going to throw this to Tony. What were your highlights from the match? Honestly, it was a pretty much like as everyone sees the scoreline. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, because that's one that's one gripe that we've been talking about. Let's just get this out of the way for Apple TV is the scoreline. Right when you see it, you see the scoreline, so you don't even get the mystery of how LAFC does, which is getting bad in a certain way. But it was a 3-2, it was a 3-2 win for Portland. It was a good 60 minutes, and I mean good 60 minutes. We were dominating. The defense was pretty much doing really well up until pretty much when Chiellini got subbed out and also Portland decided to uh, sub in three of their players. And then after that, kind of the defense fell apart. Um, the highlights, of course, were the the goals by Chiellini, Vela, and Opoku. So, again, that was pretty much the whole highlights of it. Again, there was some goals that were kind of suspect on the defense and also one goal where sorry unfortunately McCarthy went aggressive and which was the right move as a former goalkeeper 
and defender it was the right move but he went in too weak and just tried to palm it out instead of punch it out and then they gave him an attack where the goal was pretty much open with even the defenders there trying to get scrambled to stop it so overall it was a great game we did get an extra set of four minutes six minutes i didn't even know how long it was it was just like oh we have four minutes okay cool again just again as you're there at the stadium you only see 90 plus 90 and then you don't see anything like that but when i came back and watched the highlights on apple tv it said it went to 96 something seconds and i was like what the hell they gave him two extra minutes and almost gave the game to a tie instead of a win for us so what were your guys' thoughts on the match uh for, for me it was i like to call what mccarthy wore in goals as the green frog he looked like a green frog you know he was jumping around a little bit the whole green reminds me of a green tree frog here in australia um with the the second goal where he came out uh, to me he did come out as a bit hesitant he stepped out went no wait then he ran out so if he went ran out for and took his first instinct straight away i don't think we wouldn't would have gone gold there um but you know it, it is a win we hadn't had a hit out for a little while but getting that hit out then helped us a lot um the three goals we should have had more that that was plain simple like couple of offside goals and he's like yeah yeah they're offside but you know over the next couple of weeks hopefully our players will get more and more used to knowing how far offside they can run and knowing where those lines and all that are for me it was a great hit out the game changed when portland did their triple sub that's where it really changed a lot and from there it was just holding on that was the biggest thing for me Araceli, what about for you no, for me, definitely. It was the not only McCarthy's performance, which I do agree with you, especially on the second goal. I think there was a little bit of hesitancy on his part. But in terms of like the roster, um, it was more or less of what I kind of predicted on our show last time that we, we'd see the normal starting 11 because I know there was a lot of question marks of are we going to see the new guys, which we did end up seeing towards kind of the end of the match. And kind of like how Portland, the tie kind of turned with Portland making their subs the same with us after Tillman, uh, Buke, and Long entered the game. But um, I mean, just kind of, I, I do admit there there are some highlights that I knew I do need to rewatch. But based on what I can remember, there were definitely some chances where. Um, LAFC could have gotten some more goals, but unfortunately they were caught off sides. But hey, that's just how the game goes, unfortunately. Um, but I'm just glad to see that we were able to see our usual starting 11 and kind of answer some of those questions that we had. Exactly. I agree with that. I, I do have to say, though, after watching the game and all that, the foul on a poker that gave us a penalty for Vela, that was... For me, it wasn't really a true foul because I don't think that he would have gotten the ball back if the player didn't take him out anyway. I think he did too much of a heavy heavy touch back across the inside towards the goal, and he wasn't getting there anyway. The fact that the Portland defender left his leg out and clipped him, that was what gave us a penalty. But if his leg wasn't out like that, I don't see Apoku getting that ball back. So for me, that was a lucky break on ours. The Portland player was just too lazy left his leg out and that is why we got that penalty but overall i think it was a great 
great first game for us. There are stuff to learn, but the fact that we scored from set pieces helps us a lot. Like I, it just shows that how much the team is improving week in, week out, year in, year out. Now, again, I was going to say something about the game before, so we can continue on this because it's just the ref, the officiating on that game was just horrendous on both sides. There was calls that were supposed to be called fouls, fouls that were called not fouls, and then it was so inconsistent, inconsistent on a hundred percent the whole time because you couldn't go aggressive. There was one goal I know was taken away because of a Murillo foul where they they pretty much bang bodies and it's just more of a bang bang play. But then you see that one of the goals where Kilini scores and it happens the same way, but you don't call that. That doesn't get called back and. That should have been a goal, and they were calling offsides. But again, the whole thing of VAR and everything. So the officiating at this game was one of, of course, top-notch pro is the best way to say this. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do agree with that 100%. You know, me, I like getting in-depth with the referees and all that kind of stuff. And to me, it was one of the, the worst refereeing games it has been. But that being said, though, not knowing what type of ref we'll be getting later on this week for a CCL game, it might have been good to get used to such a poor refereeing experience. So that way that when we are playing later this week in Costa Rica, we, we already have that how to deal with a poor referee because there are some refs out there that will turn around and go, I'm playing, I'm, I'm refereeing an MLS team. I don't like America. I'm going to be poor refereeing against them. There, there, there are stuff like that does does happen. So to me, I sit there and go, having this poor referee now, could help us for that game, knowing what we can do and what we can't do. But we'll move on to the player votes now. Again, this year we brought back the Hardaway LFC MVP Player of the Year. To everyone that voted for this round, thank you all. There was a lot of votes that came in. So from the fans, there was actually seven players that got votes. So Murillo got a vote. Hollingshead got a couple of votes. Ilya got a couple of votes. And Plasco got a couple of votes. But the top three from the fans for this week was in third place getting one point is Vela in second place getting two points is Opoku and the top for the fans was Chiellini. Um, I got Joseph's votes before he flew out. He went three votes Chiellini, two votes Vela, one vote Opoku. For me, I've gone Chiellini, Opoku and Ilya. For Ilya in the middle had a much better game than, than Vela. And Villa's goal came from a penalty that Opoku got for us. So that's why I put Ilya over Vela. Araceli, who did you vote for this week? So my votes went to Chiellini, Hollingshead, and Mahala. Chiellini, pretty obvious, of the opening goal. Also, too, with his goal at 38 years old. Uh, yes, sorry. <clears throat> at 38 years, 202 days old. Chiellini is now the fifth oldest player to score uh, score an MLS goal, and it's the oldest at the time of his first league goal. So got to throw that fact out there real quick. But with Hollingshead, I mean, he was just kind of all over the place. You know, he connected very well with the back line. There was two opportunities where he could have gotten an extra goal in the tally. But unfortunately, as we mentioned earlier, you know, they were both uh, called off sides. And Mahala, just for the simple fact of the finisher, I mean, that – that goal right there was just a pure beauty. Good, good, good advice there. I, I, I do agree with that. 
Tony, how about you? Who are your three votes for? Um, Chiellini is my my top with three because of A, the goal, and B, pretty much he controlled the defense. He commanded that defense. It wasn't until the 60th minute when the the substitutions with Portland and also him coming off, like everything, you could see how, I guess, unseasoned most of our defenders are with someone not leading it. Again, we did bring in Aaron Long but he's still new to the system. He's still new to our defense. So he's still learning what we need to do. So it was more of a, it was just more of a mess in the back once he left. So that would be my, my top three. My second one would be actually, I'm going to say Ocosta because he was all over the field. He was playing really well and he was getting banged up really early. It seemed like Portland was seeing that the ref wasn't calling anything, seeing that the officiating on the sideline weren't calling anything so they were just going in checking him checking him checking him checking them the whole time and almost pretty much getting him out for the season making our midfielder even weaker than we were and the last one of course is Apoku for his just drive the whole way the 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 beautiful goal that he scored but just being there and at this point it's you know it's early to say but kind of like we'd Kind of don't need an over nine. I say we just need someone in the midfield, so we're okay for the moment. The, that was actually the next question I was about to ask you guys. With the way that Apoku played that game, do we need that big name forward up front, or do we get that big name midfielder? You know, it's one of the things where it's like Apoku is still young. Yes, you could learn like from a big field, big name forward, but at the same time, give him the chance and bring in a big name midfielder so that they can feed him the ball a lot better. You never know what he could become come as. Would you guys agree with that, Tony? I would agree. Like I said, I'm I'm okay with the 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 up the upper line. Again with Vela and Buanga, that's already a good veteran system to teach a poker what he needs to do. Again, Bale is on a different level when we had him. He's been been in bigger games than Vela and Opoku. You know, Champion League Finals, now the World Cup as well, but he wasn't there. Of course, like other, like big names. So it would be fine. Um, I would want, if, if we are going for a striker, I would kind of want a 10 striker and not a nine striker. So someone who can kind of fall back a little bit more and distribute a lot more. Like I know Vela can do that, but he's primary striker than passer than some of the time. But so that's what I would want is a number 10 who can pretty much distribute the ball. But when it comes time to score and he has the opportunity, he will score. What are you, Sally? Do you agree with both of us on that front? No, I definitely agree with both of you. And going into this, that was kind of one of my questions was, do we need Chicho? You know, moving forward, are we going to miss him? Kind of very similar question to when Atuesta uh, was traded off, you know, are are we going to miss that piece? And I don't know if you want to necessarily call this a hot take, but I think, you know, we're not going to miss Chicho. And I hope I correct in saying that moving forward in this season. But based on what I saw yesterday and based on what you two have already said, we already, oh, excuse me, <clears throat> we have a powerful front three with Vela, Bowanga, and Mahala. And definitely with the guidance of Vela, he can make uh, Mahala and Buanga better players than anyone else who could possibly join them up front. We okay, so for your hot take to keep continuing on, we we will miss Chicho. 
A hundred percent. We will miss Chicho. He was a fan favorite. He, you know, as same as blessing fan favorite, you know, everyone loved him. He did do a lot for us. He never got the opportunity to be the main guy. And that's what he wants to be is the main guy. Um, the similar way to explain this is how it was how Neymar left for PSG to become the guy, you know what I mean? Cause he couldn't be the guy at Barcelona and, and he want, and he went to PSG to be the guy. Chicho wanted to be the guy he's getting older in age and he understands that he can do that. He never got the opportunity to do it. So he you know, wanted the money of getting paid more and we couldn't do that. Unfortunately, now the Atuesta situation was a whole different situation and a whole nother level because we didn't. We've never had anyone to replace Atuesta until we had Ilya and Acosta, mostly Ilya, because what happened last season bef- was we were lost in the midfield. We we were putting defenders in midfielders. I we were putting you know, um, Moon unfortunately in the midfield, even though that wasn't his primary role. He was a he was a you know a striker, a more of a defender, more Marcelo style. And we were putting him in defense, trying to find it out. So Atuesta, as a piece-wise, he connected everything. Sifu wasn't Sifu at the moment, but Chicho and striker-wise, we had Vela. When we got Chicho, we Vela was hurt. You know what I mean? We did, we were inconsistently in fours and stuff like that. Now we have Buongo, who can dribble, pass, do everything, do everything. Brod did, but better and more veteran and more seasoned-wise. Um, Opoku can is learning from it. You know, you as you most of you saw who went to the game or saw on, on TV. He's leaner. He's quicker. He's a lot smarter. So, yes, the depth when we need a goal, a grinder goal might might be there when Chicho's gone. But unfortunately, he's not going to be the same miss as was Twesta, where we might need another season to find something like that or half season. No, absolutely. And that's what I kind of meant. And maybe I should have reworded it a little bit was that if we would miss Chicho in the sense of do we have anyone else to kind of fill that role up? Naturally, we have Vela, we have Bawanga, you have Mahala. But at the same time, it comes down to a question of experience as well, because Vela, we've seen multiple times like he'll score a goal. He, he has the ability to, but I definitely see him more in that leadership role than like a main striker, at least in my opinion. But I mean, of course, you know, from like a fan perspective, of course, we're going to miss Chicho. There's no doubt. I was just meaning that in the sense of do we have that extra player to fill that role? I think we do. Like I said, Buanga's the person, you know what I mean? He he does what Chicho does, but a little bit more on the um, aggressive side of getting through players and everything like that. Um Chicho was right there, then and there, trying to score goals when we needed it. And, you know, I love him to death. But I feel with Buanga, we have the replacement part. When we got him, we had the replacement part already to let him go. And that's why um, JT in the head office felt like, you know what? We can't pay you the money that you want. Let's send you to a club that will – to a club. And we didn't just send him to any club. We sent him to, you know, the reigning champions in La Liga to – to, to thrive and get the money that he deserves. So, you know, with that, that's, we already had that moving forward. We'll see what happens. Um, again, this is going to be a long season on the highs of winning this. It's going to be a long season and we need to not even worry about our forwards at this moment. We need to just worry about our, our defense. So that's the main issue that we have to worry about because without Chiellini, 
we saw what happened in the last in the last 30 they almost caught up and portland's known for that portland's known like no matter what their stars are don't or they're injured or anything like that they're known to grind out a game because look what happened before they played us like as bam said before how did they win that game they literally came back and won that game because portland is a grinder team the same thing with seattle the same thing with any of the cascadian cups and moving forward we have to learn to close games down because it's going to go back to 2017 2018 where we're ahead but here comes the 80th 90th minute and uh oh we are they're coming back and we just tied the game or lost the game and lost points I agree hundred percent. Like you don't want us falling back to the days of us where we're up two nil halftime, walk in, come out, completely different mindset as Tony almost falls over. Then, then having that 90th, 91st minute equalizer such winner for the opposition. We don't want to fall into that again with you guys with a whole, are we going to miss Chicho? Yeah, we'll miss him off the pitch. He's what he brought onto the pitch too and all that. But at the same time, I think we've covered him at the moment. We need to bring a couple more depth pieces in, ones that can fill in for the CCL games, the US Open Cup games, fill in for those ones. But other than that, I think we are quite well as, as it is. Now, although there's only been a couple of days since our last episode, has there been any more MLS new, next news yet, Araceli? No new news. That doesn't surprise me as we make up days. Now, with Club and Community... Pretty sure we don't have any news coming up. I know there are. We do. We yes, do, Tony. Yes, yes, we do. Um, so as most of you known in in the last couple of months and leading up to this, unfortunately, I've been everywhere and with the move and everything, I keep forgetting to post on this. But we do have a um, global di- diplomatic is doing a, their second international way away event as the same thing we did with Leon. So. Um, what they need is like if you go onto their Instagram on uh, Global Diplomats, you can. Well, they need your help. So you know, ten dollars gets like there's a little paywall to do, give it to them. Like ten dollars gets them a pillow, twenty five dollars for bed sheets and bedding, fifty dollars for bed frames, hundred dollars for m- new mattresses. So um, that is still going on. It's like the they are doing it to like. Pretty much the day they'll do it is March 8th. So to send in, have a QR code from Venmo for them to send it to that. Again, if you haven't, again, this is not a third world country or anything like that, but it's, you know, they're, it's, it's very expensive to buy stuff like that. If you watch, like I, in my spare time, like I follow a guy named Murphy Life who goes to South America and gives out people who are struggling to just even find homes or mattresses. They're literally lying on like, you know, books, whatever they can find to sleep in and everything. So as you know, bedding and sheets and covers and everything like that is a luxury, which we just see that it's like, Oh, we have that. I don't need this, you know? So if you have the money and you have the opportunity to do that, go to their website, go to their Instagram, show the Venmo, kind of use the Venmo to, send the money for the bet sheets and everything like that so we can give you know back to give back because we're more fortunate like i said we did this with leon and we it went really well well off so let's do it again and you know hopefully this year we can continue doing it and not unlike last time we were in the ccl and COVID hit us 
we didn't get the opportunity to continue this streak. So let's hopefully continue this and move it on every CCL away day that we can. Exactly, hundred percent. And Global Diplomatic do amazing work with with not just outside of the US, but in the US and all that kind of stuff too. Hopefully, we can keep this all going so we can keep keep pushing and showing that LA, especially LAFC fans, don't just care about LA. We care about the world and we want to improve everything that we everywhere we go. Now, I, I have heard some talks that there is going to be some watch parties happening, but nothing's come out official yet for the people not going to Costa Rica. But when that does happen, we'll make sure that we'll post them onto all our socials and get all out there so you know which ones are close by to you and where they all are. Now, moving on to the next bit, bit that we have, which would have to be the um, Black and Gold Viner Club Minute. For this one, was a bit difficult. I'm sitting there going, we're going to Costa Rica. What music from Costa Rica do we know? After doing some little Google searches, I'll admit I did some Google searches on this, I found that there is a artist called Debbie Nova. Now, the reason why we've chosen her this time is that she did a song called One Rhythm. Now, that song, a remix of that song actually appeared on FIFA 05. So for all those gamers out there that played FIFA back in the past, all that kind of stuff, this week we're doing One Rhythm from by Debbie Nova for uh, our Black and Gold um, Final Club Minute. So for those that don't know it, go check it out. It's actually not too bad. But for all, the way, all those old school gamers that played FIFA, you, you've probably heard it at least once or twice during that game. Now we'll move on to our reactions to everyone that's in the feed with us here. We'll go through some of the reactions and get your thoughts on what's going on. So with is Ghibli, um, let the win streak begin. We already are on the win streak. You know, we've six opening games, six wins, six home openers, six wins. So let's try and keep that rolling. We equaled, I think it was Columbus Crew that had that streak as well. Uh, it's Ghibli ready for Costa Rica and CCL. We all are. David Day's in the building. Hit that like button. Yes, please, everyone. Hit the like button. Subscribe to us so we can try and keep pushing this all out so you can get up to date with all the news that's out there. Uh, Jose Bonera, hello there. How are you going today? Um, Jose, again, it was awesome being back in the 3052 stand. It looked amazing on TV. Hearing it on Apple, on MLS Season Pass, hearing all that was great. Tony needs some coffee. Yeah, Tony's a bit tired today. Definitely needs some coffee. He has been moving, so we give him that. I would say go get a go have a nice scotch, but I'll probably put him to sleep. We don't want that at the moment. I'm not drinking. I gave up drinking for Lent. So no scotch, no alcohol, no nothing. Coffee is fine. I'll probably have one in a little bit and just I'll step off to do it. But I am doing it till Easter and then we'll see moving forward if I continue drinking onward because kind of want to live a healthier life and you know not destroy my liver as much <laughs> yes game days can destroy the liver that's definitely for sure uh Jose again it was beautiful i was part of the group that did the lc crest on the field that's awesome glad you got out to the field there you deserve um, it man. like i said we every sg got to sent out one of their people to help out with the crest and everything and we picked the people who have been putting in the work and this is more of a thank you you know what i mean we there's not a lot we can give out and it's like if you do put in the work i know tickets is one thing but 
experiences like that, I, you know, I, I want to push it. And this is why I say get involved, get help, help out because you get to make experience stuff like what Jose just did and, you know, be out there on the field for a special moment that you will cherish moving forward. Exactly. Exactly. It's a little things that count too. Like when you're in the stands, you go hard. People notice that kind of stuff. Tony notices that kind of stuff. Tony notices when you're going hard, he knows when you're not going hard. So make sure you go hard in the stands all the times and you can get picked every now and then to go, Hey, we need someone to go carry the 3252 flag, the BA flag, the expo flag out onto the field. Do you want to go do that? Those things are as a way of us saying thank you for going hard as you do in the stands. And also in there was seeing Bell and Max walk out with a cut was amazing. Yep. And seeing Sujin and KC out with the shield as well, seeing them all walk out. It's like I'm sitting there going, hey, I know those guys. It's amazing. Seeing them on TV, they're famous now. Uh, David Davis, any inside news about Chatterworth activity going to Costa Rica? Yeah, we covered that. Thank you for that, Tony. Ox is in the building. What's going on, Ox? Hope you're saying well out there. Uh, Jose coming in. I like the start team, but the last 30 minutes in the subs was down. Yeah, but you got to remember too, it was it's our first actual competitive game, four points and all that kind of stuff. There were, is going to be some rust there. You know, the subs that came on aren't used to our system yet. They haven't had a full game in our system. So that's kind of stuff, you know, you, you, you've got to go into it. Um, bail back and teach on the TFO David Day. Yep, that was amazing too. Seeing that kind of stuff. Um, what comes in with Kira with the ring design? We did. Um, Lowell Man in trash can with the W's up there. That is good. Jose Green, the ref was horrible. Horrible is an understatement, I'd say. I think horrible is a nice way of putting it. Uh, Lowell Man was great to be back in black. It's always great to be back in black with a bit of ACDC going on as well. Jose, the Tifo was amazing seeing it from the field. Seeing all the photos from the Tifo, again, everyone that helped out with that kind of stuff, you guys killed it. You did an amazing work. Uh, Danielle's in here. I saw Joseph had a chance to catch a fly ball, but bobbled it. Any comment on that? Um, Tony? Did you not see it? It was in the highlights. It's with the free kick where uh, I think it was Vela or Costa on on our side and he kicked it and went directly to uh right to joseph and he blocked it and he but he couldn't catch it and unfortunately he doesn't have the gloves to do it because as if you noticed in the newer gloves you can tell the stickiness on everything so he didn't have it but he did block it as a good goalkeeper and didn't let it bit pass so he knocked it down and didn't have to do anything about it fortunately he didn't catch it but it was a strong hard ball so it was good Exactly. I, th I think he has to bring in some goalkeeping gloves next game and so he can sit there and tell the opposition keeper how to actually stop goals going in. But, you know, I'm not going to go too hard on him. I'm going to wait for him to come back and we can grill him a bit more on that there and ask him why he didn't catch it. Lollman again, the Tifo making me tear up. It was a beautiful Tifo. Uh, David Day, blessing also on Tifo would have been even sweeter touch. It could have could have been, but I think I don't know. I think there's something special might be happening, hopefully, to welcome him back when we play New England at some stage. So, 
I'll say on the TIFO, if if you we took the TIFO from the picture of Vela holding the picture. So when you see the when you see Vela lifting the picture in the picture when he's lifting it, you see Boanga on the right and Chicho on the or yeah, they're on each other's sides. I'm like, I was kind of seeing it. So that's why the inspiration was it because again, we could have done something as some people, of course, on Twitter, because they're always gonna talk to us like lackluster or anything like that. We didn't have to go. We went big, but we went in our own style to commemorate our players of winning the world, uh, winning the championship. And who are those people who carried us and helped us during it? Yes, McCarthy should have been on there. Unfortunately, he wasn't in the picture. But Chicho, game-winning goal against Carson to help us out. Buanga, the the pretty much the clincher goal to get us our community seals and also goals to help us get into the finals. And you know. Vela being here the whole time, as it was said on on the broadcast, the last original member from the original LAFC team left on on the team. The, it was the perfect tifo to do it. Again, we could have done something like more creative and like you know everything that the like we usually do, but sometimes simple is just right, you know. And that was the perfect opportunity time, you know. What I mean, it's what we've been wor- working for the last five years we're on season six now and we can start at season six as the champions and there's nothing more to do like i said as most of you did watch watching the pre the pregame watching the ring ceremony and watching the highlights going through you got chills every time everything happened i got chills even beyond the capo sound be like whoo i got chills and i don't even understand why watching it again so the TIFO would have been a sweeter touch with blessing on it or this person, this person, but at that point we were, we're going to make the full picture of the T-show and that takes a lot more time than we had and a lot more work from a lot of people. Um, we're, again, when we see our, our former players getting at the ring, we'll do something for him. I think blessing will probably get a, a video montage of thanking him for all his services. Um, Actually, Araceli, what did they do for Blessing when he came back to SKC? Um, When he came back, it was just more or less of like a standing ovation. Nothing really special out of that, if I remember right. See, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see if we do. I know us, we usually do for important players. We do something for them really well, maybe a video montage and stuff like that. And again, Ibiaga and Escobar did help, but Blessing has been the heart and soul for the last five years. So I think we should, if we know our club and we know the people in the heads and everything like that, we're going to give them the right, you know, send off. Exactly. A hundred percent. You know, we never go half-assed with anything. We always go, go good. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what we have planned for that kind of stuff. We only got a couple more reactions. Uh, Daniel Day. Called a defender, but he predicted Chiki instead of Chiellini. Which player block on do you think will score next? Oh, that is a good one. I'm going to go Hollingshead. He, he's due for a goal. He hasn't scored for a cup for a little bit now, but Hollingshead's due for a goal. Tony? Um, Backline, I'm going to say wild card long. Um, Hollingshead already technically already scored a goal, so that's why we already know he's going to go no one. Chiki's the capable of it, but if I'm going to go wild card and dark horse, it would have it's going to be long. Araceli, who's your who's your defending goal scorer? 
I mean, even though Hollins had technically scored a goal yesterday, I, I'm still going to, I would still say him. <laughs> exactly. We've got Jose coming in with his votes, Chiellini, Villa, and Acosta. Um, exotic Killer asking why Tony didn't go to Costa Rica. Obviously, moving. Not just, not just moving. I would have left my house like as a wreck. I don't care. But passport. Couldn't get my passport in time. So, unfortunately, fortunately for people at BA at our watch party that we will have and announce soon, and I'll post it on social when everybody else has, you'll see me at the watch party leading the chance there. And I expect the same that I expect in the North End, except I allow phones at watch parties more than I don't in the North End. Exactly, exactly. And we all know how great Tony is on a capo stand. So if you get to a watch party and he's there, you know he's going to be chanting. Uh, Dave Gomez, I, he agrees. Bong is the answer for the whole teacher left. Shame he didn't score, but will, but he will in Costa Rica. Hopefully, hopefully he gets a nice little hat trick in Costa Rica. Uh, Dave Gomez again, a nervy win, but will take three points. Always take three points. Doesn't matter if you get it with a 90-second minute winner or a one first minute goal and just park the bus. Three points is three points. And we've got Marvin Chavez popping in saying, yo. All right, moving on to the next thing. We'll do a preview of our upcoming CCL opponents. For that, we are playing a team out of obviously Costa Rica, uh called LD Aljunlinsi. I'm going to say that. I'm going to, I butchered it completely. And Tony's hanging his head in shame how, how badly I butchered it. But, you know, I, I try my best. I try my best. Um, the last three games, they've had one loss and two wins. They're, both their wins came at home and the loss was away. Their last game was a 4-0 win over Guadalupe FC. Um, the highest for that match that I found was Guadalupe had a player sent off in the seventh minute. And then in the 19th, you had Johan... Vengas score a goal. 22nd minute was Rashir Parkins. 45th minute was Johan Vengas getting his brace. And the 52nd minute was Jorgema Elisir scoring a goal. Um, all the stats and all that kind of stuff that go into that, I can't really find too much online. Trying to find highlights of the game. You know, I go through YouTube rabbit holes, trying to look at highlights of the game, and all you see is the live streamed of the FIFA version of it and you sit there and you go yeah it's not really worth watching that kind of stuff going to all this Araceli what do you think our starting lineup would be for this game coming up hoping that there wasn't any injuries from yesterday I would be expecting kind of more of a similar lineup that we saw you know we want to go in hard with especially with all the experience and given of what we saw in the subs yesterday, yes, they're still getting used to the system. But for me personally, I would not risk it this early. 100%. Like, if they're, they're fit, I think they start. Um, the only problem is we've got a short turnaround before we play um, New England when we get back. So looking at that kind of stuff, I can see maybe Chiellini not starting um, – I think the travel will be a lot, lot too much there. So I can, I expect long to start for us. But other than that, I don't see many changes. What about you, Tony? Um, Kilinia for for sure is taking a rest unless he's got the legs to do it and it can do. And then we rest him against New England again. This next two weeks, this week and next week are going to be very difficult of a, of course because again, 
We play this Thursday in Costa Rica. We fly back, as most of the are also our 32 or 52 brethren are going to fly back for New England. And then we play Costa Rica again at home. And then we have another, and then we have to fly out to Seattle. So um, we're going to manage minutes for this one. Again, we're going to, hopefully, we don't take Costa Rica lightly because in the CCL, you never know what could happen. It, this is, all these teams are gunning for us. This is the biggest stage that they'll have at the moment against the, unfortunately, the biggest L, uh, the biggest MLS team that you can play against because all eyes are in Latin America are on LAFC because of, you know, the players we have, the people we bring in, the attention that we, us as 32-52 bring as well. So... I expect most, like I f- expect a lot of managing minutes. Um, if Kilini's ready to go for this one, he'll go. If he's not, then he's you know resting, having a nice little vacay in Costa Rica for a little bit. You know, still training, but a little nice little, not as hard. The um, Vela, like I said, he came back raring to go, so he may start. I like I said, the, I don't see any changes from sun from this from this past game. The maybe Kilini's the only change that we do. And then we'll come to talk about what happens when we play New England if we kind of throw it out and try to play our best for just a point or or try to go for the three points. And, you know, hopefully we have enough goal off lead that when we go to play Costa Rica at home, we can kind of, you know, cruise to a little bit and get ready for Seattle the following uh, Saturday. Yeah, I, I do agree. I, I, I think that we're going to put out the, the best we can to start off with. Like, the Costa Rican team we're playing, they are top of the ladder over there with eight, 11 games played, 8 wins, 2 draws, 1 loss. Uh, 30, 31 goals scored for 8 goals against, so the plus 23 goal difference. They are killing her over there. I can see us sending out our strongest team for, the, for at least the first half that we can, try and get the 3-4 goals in the first half, then maybe send out some of the, the kids in the second half to hold that lead, maybe cop one goal, if anything, and then have a have our best players, so the Vela, Opoku, Buonga, all ready and raring to go on the Sunday when we play um, New England. So for me, I think Kalini will be benched. Um, to be fair, he might travel, maybe train a little bit, sit by the pool, ha- have a couple of quiet drinks, then come back. Um, I think he'll be more going there as a older head for a few young players, but I don't expect to see him. I doubt he'll even be on the bench. I'm, I'm going to throw it there. I don't think he'll be even named on the bench. I think he'll just go there as a mentoring role with a few of the young kids. That's what I predict. Um, other than that, you know, with the Costa Rican side, Finding out some more. They did a, um, in the last game, they did a triple sub in the 59th minute, then a double sub in the 69th minute. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. They used five subs over there. So, you know, that's all we can really ex- expect. Um, other than that, l- let's go back to the reaction, see what people have said. Um, we've got Jonah B coming in here with. We got the win, but the second half was ugly. It was quite ugly second half, but, you know, a win's a win. Marvin, again, I think he's going for long and Palencia to start. 
Yeah, I can see that. I think Long's definitely going to start. Palencia might be a halftime sub. What are you guys? What do you guys think about that? Um, I think Palencia is probably starts if anything. You know, he's he's there for a reason. He's a young guy and he can work really well. Again, it's if it was later in the season, we can predict these a little bit better. But but again, since it's start of the season, preseason was very light, and everyone's you know full strength and full stamina. I I don't see any new changes. If this was a game mid midweek, mid season, everything with also U.S. Open and the other cup evolved then i see palencia starting younger and everything like that so or we just start working you know saving our up our energy moving forward and seeing how far we can go because again the club's focus right now yes is the mls cup but their main focus is the ccl cup it's the champions league cup to get to the world to get to the world world cup of clubs um or club whatever sorry words are hard <laughs> so so that's our main focus so hopefully we can you know take this win and move forward and you know get to the final and get the ultimate goal of ccl and then after that focus on the next hurdle which is the us open cup and then the league cup um i i want the supporter shield but I'm okay with not having it just because of the new playoff system where home field advantage is not the greatest. You don't get the away, you don't get the uh, the bye week, which would would have helped this season, and and then focus for the MLS Cup, and then you know, see, like I said, this is all about seeing how many trophies we can pull this year. Exactly, like for, for me, I, I see. I'd love the back to back supporter shield MLS Cup, but if we drop the supporter shield to win. CCL to win League's Cup, I, w- I would be okay with that. Araceli, do you think Palencia starts or not? I could definitely see it as a possibility. And just as, you know, Tony was mentioning with the MLS Cup and the supporters, there, there's no doubt that this season, and generally speaking, it's a very busy schedule with multiple tournaments. So I think it is very possible to see Long Getting the start, I do agree with you both that Kilini could go more in a leadership uh, role if he's not on the bench at all. But uh, again, I mean, it's a little bit hard to kind of predict because these are discussions that we would typically have, you know, around uh, maybe like five games in. But given that everything is coming so quickly, it's kind of a question, uh, you know, like who do you start? Who do you reserve? But I mean, as I said, you know, I it's not out of the realm of possibility. So I definitely do see Palencia and Long getting the start, if not being subbed in early. Exactly. And we got Jose coming again with um, he reckons Clean will play the first 45 because it's the first time playing in Central America. Uh, apparently, he mentioned that in his interview in the LG app. I, I can understand with that too, you know, but would you want to risk it? playing in Central America on what could be a dodgy pitch or does he just want to play against a club so he'll save himself to and play at um, BMO where it's going to be a lot smoother pitch? I I was going to say, I think he wants to play, to be honest. Kalini is a game and chip. You know what I mean? Kalini is Kalini for a reason. 
And, you know, he, unless his leg is totally broken and he, he's not 100%, he'll play. So maybe that's why he meant to, mentioned that in the interview, you know, because, again, Dolo does, does have the final say, but there's a little bit more pull with players like that. Yeah, exactly. I, I reckon that if Vela and Kalini, and Kalini come out and say, I want to play, they, they'll, they'll play, they'll start. But it'll be interesting to see, see what actually does happen going into the game this week. I think that's going to do it for the comments all this week. And we're going to get into the final reactions from everyone here. So we'll start with... I was going to say, let's before we go to final reactions, I kind of want to have a conversation. How do you guys... Have you guys... Well, I don't know if it gets in Australia, but I know RSL. How do you guys like the new LAFC app since the newest update has happened? Because I felt like before it was very... it's It looks prettier, not going to lie. But it's a little bit harder to like navigate because it's a lot has changed with like tickets and everything like that. I have to admit, I have not seen the new update. I have just been so busy with everything MLS Next Pro related that I really have not had a chance to look at it. But based on what I've heard, you know, there, um, the fans are seeming to love the new features. So I'll definitely make a point sometime this week to check it out. Also, have you guys checked out the Kellen Acosta um, video that Emma, that uh, Apple has put out with his shoes and everything like that? Not yet. I, I did see it there. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'll probably watch it a bit later tonight, but I haven't watched it yet. Going back to the LFC app thing, it does look a lot nicer. Um, it doesn't seem as clunky and all that kind of stuff. So obviously we're making great steps there. It will be interesting to see how it bolds in four months' time, halfway through the season. There's a, um, I, I think that depending on how many people start using it, if it gets too flooded, will it slow down a little bit? That kind of stuff too. How many bugs will come out later on? But for me to begin with, I think it looks great. Um, the Kellen Costa thing on the Apple. I haven't watched it yet, but I do know it's there, and I am looking forward to watching that. Yeah, it's a really good insight on of what his future is, and actually, um, it, it talks about like uh, how he wants to like kind of like start his fashion, like his own fashion. He's very fashionable and into sneakers and stuff like that, and also maybe in the future, uh, moving into commentary and like sports sports like sports radio talk and stuff like that and he actually mentions max as one of his like low-key heroes so it's like it said he explains more i'm just giving you the uh yep the you know the notes the quick little notes the spark notes so um go catch it out i'm like i said the mls app has been doing really well i wish i had time to watch the full game because i wanted to watch the full game but the game the full game's not out just fyi full game's not out until a couple days later where you can rewatch it you can watch the highlights, but the full game's not out that I saw yet. No, you, you can't watch the full game straight away. No, I know. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All you, you got to do is when you go into it, go down the bottom, and mm-hmm. then it will give you the options to watch just the highlights, either in English or either in Spanish. Mm-hmm. That's just the highlights. Can I watch? How about the no, full game? No, the, the full game. So, the, the, the highlights okay. are just in English. But you got the full game in English, full game in Spanish. It's all the way down the bottom. You've got to click on it to change the feed that you watch. But for me, it 
the, the app's been amazing all that there was one thing that i did want to mention to you guys and uh, tony i don't think you might have seen it but araceli did you happen to see anyone on the field missing anything from their jerseys Way to put me on the spot. Huh? <laughs> Chiellini's jersey didn't have a star on it. He wore last season's jersey. What? If you go if you go what? back and watch the game, it's when he's getting the, the ring presented to him, he doesn't have the star above the crest. He was wearing last season's jersey. You guys didn't see that? Well, no, he wasn't wearing last season's jersey because if you see on his on his armband, it has the the uh, championship uh, MLS cr- like patch on it, so he does have it. So, but that jersey may have not gotten a star on it, but it does have the patch. So he was technically yeah, wearing this year's jersey, but without a star. Yeah, he was missing the star from it. Which when I first saw, I just automatically went, "All right, it's last season's jersey." But yeah, just. He was the only one on the Australia on the pitch that didn't have the star on the jersey. Well, that's that's common though in in kit in the kits like stuff like that. There, I've seen kits where they f- like some jerseys for like is like the jer- like the numbers are torn or like misdone or stuff like that, and oh, it's like wow. a, it's a thing. The star is missing from Kalini. <laughs> Everyone else has it. What did his just fall off while he was walking on the pitch? Find that missing star, people. Find that missing star. <laughs> um that's hilarious but uh, yeah that's a common thing of like sometimes like jerseys being like not done right or like missing misspelled misspelled names i've seen before of the players so that's a common thing in like when it's it's a kid unfortunately it's on the biggest stage when we're presenting our rings (laughs) and everything and like presenting the trophy and our banner but it's kind of a common thing around the world oh yeah like like I looked at it as is did you do it on a purpose to say no I'm the star the star's not on on me I am the star or or what because there it, it could be a superstition thing where to him he doesn't want to have the star on there so it'd be interesting to see how he goes during this rest of the season whether he has a star it could be a superstition thing or to him he only get a star if you win champions league titles and that's the only reason you get a star because remember he's from Juventus and you only technically have to get stars on jerseys if you've won Champions League, or you know you don't put stars. You got yeah, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what actually happens with all that kind of stuff. All right, with Tony slowly breaking up, I think we might hit the final thoughts for the day. So I'll start with Araceli. Your final thoughts for today? My final thoughts are simple. LAFC is finally back. Already got the first win in the bag. And to anyone who's traveling down to Costa Rica, I am wishing you all safe travels. I cannot wait to see all the videos and photos from the game itself. Naturally, I wish I could be there with y'all. But just like with Tony, I'm having some problems with my passport as well. So unfortunately, couldn't make it. But hopefully next time around. And just as always, you know, I'm always glad to come on here and chat with you guys. Even though it's super late here, but worth it. <laughs> yeah, so thank you again for. I know it's a bit late for you, but thank you again. Hopefully, later on when the daylight savings kicks in for you guys, it'll be a lot, lot easier to cut and not as late for you guys. 
Tony, final thoughts? Um, final thoughts is have fun in Costa Rica. I know a lot of people are already there. Some people just skip today's game, last night's next game to go to Costa Rica. Some, as Rose Joseph did, took a red eye to get there as soon as possible and enjoy the vacation. So have fun up there. Um, realize what the culture is there and not, and don't think that you're just because you're like, you're from America or the US, sorry. It's just exactly like that. They have their own culture. So follow their rules and, you know, obey them as best as you can. Um, again, unfortunately, I wasn't able to go because of my passport. Maybe I should just start investing in my Mexican passport since my both my parents are from Mexico and I could be dual citizenship. So it's a little bit easier just to, you know, hop the border and then go from Mexico to Costa Rica or wherever I need to go next. Um Put in the hard work, you guys. That's the best thing is to put in the hard work in in the stands, at at setup, at anything. You know, if there's an opportunity that you can do, you know, put yourself out there. It's the least they can say is, "Oh no, we already have enough people," or you know, or like, "Okay, cool, this is what you need to do." And then you know, you meet new people, you meet new friends, you you know, get yourself out there and push yourself forward, and you know, get cool little perks that you know you've earned and you know, move forward. And on top of that, you know, stay safe. I'm going to go grab some coffee and relax because I have some cough drops that I need to take from last night's, from yesterday's game because we weren't at full capacity. Yes, I know some people were saying we weren't at full power, but I feel like that was A, the coldness, heatness, first game of the season, midday game, as, and, you know, we weren't ready. So, like I said, coming up in Costa Rica, have fun out there. But and against New England, I expect everyone to go full force who didn't go to Costa Rica. Exactly, exactly. A um, couple of things I'll put up too is here is the Global Diplomat banner. So if you can, jump onto our YouTube. I've got it up there too. We'll be put on all the socials. Donate what you can. You know, every dollar counts. Also, as well, um, just remember to look after each each other. You know, there's only – give your friends a call. You know, check with everyone. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. This year, I'll, again, I'll be definitely pushing a lot of mental health stuff. Like, I've struggled with mental health in the past. I still have struggles every now and then. Tony has as well. Araceli most likely probably has as well. You know, everyone struggles in certain ways. So remember, you're all here. We're all family here. We look after each other. Do everything you can. You know, a phone call, a text message, a Discord, jump in, play games with each other, go out for a coffee, go see a movie together. Just get that connection back and help each other out as much best we can. And you all know how we like to finish it off. So Araceli, I'll start with you. Stay golden. Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. And from me to you guys, once again, thank you for coming. And remember, stay golden, LA. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder. The black and gold is taking over.